This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Gunners All back again with you guys for another show for another episode of our Raw Reaction series and specifically the Arsenal News Show. Apologies uh, for my slight lateness if you are indeed tuning in live. It's been a bit of a crazy house this morning. I will let you know why. It's a very boring reason but as a lot of you know I'm getting married next year and part of that process is that when you get married you get a photographer. Now our photographer has thrown in as part of the kind of the deal a pre-engagement shoot now I got engaged in well I should know this hold on Christmas Eve of last year so quite a while ago because of the 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 pandemic and the lockdowns and stuff it never happens then so I've got a pre-engagement photo shoot today this isn't a face for photos but uh it's been a bit crazy this morning so apologies because it's very early that we're having it done and I had to squeeze the show in and get slightly ready no I probably won't be wearing this um but I'm gonna need to be getting ready straight after the show so it's not gonna be a long one I'm afraid this morning but there is still plenty of news for us to cover so do drop a like on today's video and subscribe to the channel if you have not done so already uh, good morning jose colin said robin bungle matt thank you so much guys for tuning in carl jamie uh oi <laughs> tom's like <laughs> i like transfers always late yes i am very much like arsenal transfers very much always late samuel yo yo nikolai good morning to all of you inga haroon vincent olden uh ricky uh, Olu, thank you so much for all of you guys and more, I'm sure. I'm sorry if I've missed your comment. Tuning in uh, this morning, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel and, of course, drop a like on the video if you are enjoying making this part of your morning routine. Uh, and, of course, do go over and subscribe to the Arsenal Way. There's a couple of shows over on the channel yesterday. I wasn't working yesterday, but the guys put together some really good shows on Arsenal's transfers. Uh, they did a morning show, as always, and there'll be another one this morning at 9.30 a.m., so make sure you tune in for that. Uh, and if you haven't already watched uh, yesterday's Let's Talk Arsenal fans show, then what the hell are you doing? Um, please do go and watch my chat with Charles Watts, Arsenal correspondent for goal. It was a really interesting discussion about his coverage of the transfer window. He really opened up about some of the difficulties and some of the kind of the, the social impacts on him during a transfer window and the fact that he's grown to actually hate the transfer window, which I was surprised to hear. But 
the way he explains it, you absolutely understand it and, and why he does and the pressures of social media and, and what it was like to break that Partey story and, and the moment he sent the tweets that broke everybody's timelines that transfer deadline day. So do go watch it. It's a very interesting listen and uh, it gives you something to, to listen to in your in your morning day. So let's crack on with the news, though. We start with the amazing performance of Arsenal's under-21s um, who came from behind in the last few minutes of the game against Newport. I mean, they went 1-0 down, they then went 2-1 up, they went 3-2 went down, and then they ran out 4-3 winners. Uh, Mari Hutchinson, Salah Adin scored an amazing free kick, if you haven't looked at it. Hutchinson was brilliant. Um, and Ola Yinka scored in the 86th minute, followed up by a player who I don't know um, in Sago Jr., uh, who scored the winning goal in the 90-plus-something minute, um, was excellent. Uh, to see him get his go on the celebration was great too. We will, of course, be talking about this when we do our monthly coverage of the youth team with Kev, Next Generation Arsenal, aka at Scouting Indoors. So make sure you do tune in every month to get the, your monthly Arsenal youth updates. And uh, we'll be talking all about this game and more. But a really good performance, especially considering some of the big key players like Charlie Patino, who's on international duty, weren't there, as well as some of the other players as well. Kido Taylor-Hart also was fantastic. So some really good performances, despite not having some really key players, like Amika Biref, of course, Flo Balogun too, all weren't available, and yet they came through against the senior Newport side. So fantastic stuff from them. Now we talk now about the international break. There were some fantastic performances. In fact, Arsenal had the most successful international break of any of the teams. I think even across Europe, it was that good. Um, especially in England, it, they had an amazing return from their players in those performances. Uh, no, Haruni was the under-21s because it's the Papa John's trophy. So it's not the under-23s, it's the under-21s. Slightly different, but yes, I can understand your confusion. Smith-Rowe uh, did really well and, of course, scored in his game against, I think it was Andorra for the under-21s. Came through absolutely unscathed. Uh, we also had... Uh, Bakayo Saka scoring against Andorra, a, a really good touch and finish. Uh, going on to, I think it's Thomas, is it? No, it's Takahiro Tomiyasu. Didn't score in his game, but played well, I hear, in his games for Japan as well. And uh, Thomas Partey scored twice over the international break. One of them was a brilliant free kick. If you haven't seen it, do go check it out. And it goes to, I mean, he's got, I think, what now, 12 goals in 33 or four appearances for, for Ghana. He scores for like crazy, but he just can't get shots on target for Arsenal. But his first goal was a great bit of technical ability to run into the box and slam it past the keeper. So really good play from him. Um, but he wasn't the only one. The Arsenal performances, Bamiyan got a goal and assist. Uh, Mika Biref scored for Denmark's under-19s. Although I found that he's probably played for, I think he's played for England's youth sides as well, but playing for Denmark at the moment, yet to declare uh, what he would like to go down the path of. Pepe scored for the Ivory Coast, as uh, Sasha and Ludwig and our members Discord server were very keen to point out to me. Um, Miguel Aziz got a goal and an assist for England's under-20s. And Nuno Tavares, or Nuno Tavares, uh, as we should pronounce him correctly. Uh, Nunzavar has uh, scored and got two assists as Portugal's under-21 side beat Lichtenstein's under-21s 11-0. 
in quite a big performance. Still quite the fact that their scoreline didn't better our scoreline from our Sunday league game. Uh, less said about that, the better. Um, hopefully things will improve this Sunday. Um, but yeah, Miguel Aziz and Untovaj having a fantastic international break as well. And overall, to see no injuries, as far as we're aware, all of the Arsenal players that are away on international duty will return to the club completely unscathed without any issues, which is fantastic to hear. Uh, and really kind of um, positive that we can go into those games now against uh, Villa and Crystal Palace and Leicester and Watford, knowing that we won't have to worry about that. Now, one of the, the, the really un- kind of main news story of today is re- an interview of Hector Bellerin, who's obviously playing away at uh, Nico Betis, <laughs> at Real Betis this season. Uh, and uh, he has been speaking out about kind of the his future. And he said, I don't know, but I have always said if I did not want to be here next season, I would not have come from the beginning. There are many things to be decided, but what I want to do is enjoy this season that I am here and what has to happen will happen. Still very, very much... Um, we don't really know what's going on with Hector Bellerin right now. We don't know whether he's going to be back at Arsenal. I, my prediction is, is that he will look to leave on a permanent basis in the summer. He's a player that we hopefully will be able to get some money for. How much that is, I have absolutely no idea how much we will get for him. I don't imagine it will be all that much. But Hector Bellerin is uh, at the moment playing fairly well at Real Betis. Not pulling up trees. He's got an assist, I think, already this season. But uh, he's not particularly doing uh, amazingly uh, whilst there. And he's not certainly outshining Takira Tomiyasu at Arsenal right now. That's for sure. And that rounds off all of the news. As I said, it's not a lot today, but it does mean that we've got an opportunity to answer some more of your questions this morning. So if you've got a question, a thought, a theory or a query, do throw them into the chat and I'll try and go through as many of them as I feasibly can. You may notice that I'm a little bit dark this morning. The uh, lights that I use, which is this thing, decided to send a message to my computer saying that it had overcharged or overpowered my USB port. So I need to get a new one. So apologies that I'm in darkness at the moment, but I don't have a a working light, so I need to get that fixed and a new one sent in. So apologies for for the sh- the shadow <laughs> on my face at the moment. Anyway, let's jump into the chat box and see what you guys are saying. If you haven't already, please do go and watch the interview with Charles Watts that I did yesterday on the channel, as well as all the other interviews that we've been doing with James Benj, Lee Judges, Kevin Campbell. We've got more lined up and planned for you in the coming weeks. Trying to do at least one a week uh, with people from the Arsenal community. So I'm looking forward to lining some more of those up for you guys very, very soon. Uh, Vegatest says, Tom, I had a question for Charles, but you cheated. Yeah, the thing about those shows is I pre-record them and then I upload them as a live premiere. So uh, they're slightly different. They're not live because... The reason why I don't do them live, which is a fair thing for you guys to ask, and it's just because it's kind of a one-on-one conversation. I know that it'd be great to, to, to throw questions in because I've got a very limited amount of time with the guests. I try and just throw all the poignant questions of the interview straight to them. And it wasn't necessarily a show. I know a lot of people wanted to ask me about transfers and stuff like that. And we do talk about transfers and his breaking of transfers and stuff from a social perspective, but there just wasn't enough time. So that's why I don't do those shows live. I pre-record them, get all of the questions and the key kind of story out uh, and upload it. So that's that's why there's no uh, live show in the sense of it being live for the Let's Talk Arsenal fans series. H7 says, I've actually enjoyed the international break for the first time in my life. I actually watch so much football. Jonathan says, who do you think would score his first Arsenal goal? 
Partey, White, or Tomiyasu. I have a feeling it might be White, you know. <laughs> I feel like White might pop up in the box on the corner and score a header or something, Jonathan. But yeah, good question. Uh, Betsy is doing so such a good job for under 23, says Olu. Perhaps he could be our pep and take over from Arteta in the future. I don't think that many people would be happy. I'll tell you that, if that was to happen. But Kevin Betsy is doing a brilliant job with the youth side so far. Came in from the England youth setup as well and has got them competing for the title in the under-23s league. And now pushing for a Papa John's trophy. I mean, for a youth side to win that trophy would be unbelievable. I don't know what round that was even in. Uh, I think it's still, is it not still the group stage at the moment? I'm pretty sure um, it's still the group stage. Let me have a look. Uh, what group Arsenal are in scrolling down. Oh, wow. Where Where is it? Um, let's just type in Arsenal. Arsenal are currently third in the group behind Newport County. Uh, and they've got one more game to play, I think, against Plymouth, who have lost both of their games. So Arsenal could go through. I think they've got a chance to go through. It will depend on the result between Swindon and Newport. Um, but they got a chance to go through in that competition to the next round. But I think they play Plymouth and, and that's it. I don't think they do home and away games. So we'll see uh, how that works. Amandeep says, non-Arsenal, but thoughts on Luis Enrique. Uh, his Spain team has no world beaters and a lot of youngsters, but absolutely control most of uh, Luis Enrique is a fantastic coach. There is absolutely no denying the fact that he's a brilliant football coach. Got a treble out of the Barcelona side after the Guardiola period and brought in his own players and developed his own squad and system and style there. And he's now doing a great job with the Spanish side as well. So, if, if Luis Enrique was coming to Arsenal, I would be very, very happy with that indeed. Yo-Yo says, if the men's and women's managers were to swap places tomorrow, who do you think would fare better? Uh, it's a really interesting question and not really one that I can answer because the men's and women's game is so different. This, it's such a different style that I'm not sure that either would do particularly well because it's such a different environment, to be honest. So it's an impossible question, Yo-Yo, to be fair, because they they're almost different games. Uh, and there's so many different factors to take into account when managing the men's and the women's team. So I'm not sure. Um, maybe may, maybe Adeval would do better um, just because he's showing some really good stuff with the women's team. And Arteta is a very inexperienced coach on the men's side, let alone on the women's game as well. So arguably the more experienced manager you think might come through. Uh, Halel says, hey, Tom, uh, with all the talk around Navas being dropped, do you think that we could get him as a Leno replacement in January and competition for Ramsdale? Um, Navas, are you talking about Kayla Navas of PSG? Possibly. I don't think he wants to come into a club and be back up again. He's back up to Donnarumma a lot of the time. Um, so I, I'm not sure that he would want to come into the club and play back up again. So I, I'm not sure you'd be able to convince him. So there you go. Um, I want Charlie George, my childhood hero on your show, says Inga. I mean, we can try our best, but Charlie is a... Uh, I, I don't see him on too many shows, to be fair. I'm not sure if it's his scene, but you never know. Maybe one day we'll see Charlie George on the show. Dana says, great to see you, Tom. What is our realistic target this season? Great to see you too, Dana. Realistic target has to be top six. Absolutely. We have to be aiming for that top six place to get ourselves back into European competition. Um, back-to-back eighth-place finishes is not good enough for a club the size of Arsenal, and we need to be moving towards those top six places. It's as simple as that. Um Samuel says, Tom, what are your thoughts on adding a women's team overview every month? Our women are doing brilliant domestic queens, but still a bit behind the European powerhouses. 
Uh, it's not actually a. It's the the only reason I haven't so far is because of time. Like ever since doing the new my new job with Football London and obviously very much focusing, well entirely focused on the men's team. Um, I haven't had the time, but maybe it's something that we could do every single month. So yes, Samuel, um, if that's something that people would be interested in, um, then let me know. I know that there are a lot of shows out there already, which has been another reason why I've been, why I haven't done it because you can go listen to Tim Stillman stuff over on the Askcast. I think Harry does some stuff uh, on the Chronicles of Aguna about uh, the women's team as well. So there is other content out there. So it's not being negligent of it and i regularly update you guys of what's going on with this with the schools and stuff and uh mccabe's goal the other day was i still have a lot of questions about the keeper although some people said to me that the everton keeper it couldn't have done much about it i'm more critical i think that she could have done more with it but again it was a great strike from from mccabe and the, yeah i just think there is there's a lot of content out there already that you can go and tune in for and i'm not sure what i could do differently that's already out there for the women's side that's that's why we don't have a dedicated show on it at the moment um darling you call yourselves either the tgt gang or members in the chat box you can uh throw in your emoji to let dana know what we are here <laughs> members will know venkatesh says would world-class players want to join newcastle if they don't have the european games players like bale and coutinho could but someone like an mbappe or a holland look less likely that, and that's the biggest thing is that newcastle are going to have to build up slowly they're going to have to improve the players that they have, add in players that are of that kind of level, like Rob Holding, um, and build up like Manchester City went quite hard initially, but then gradually started to build up slowly, added some world-class players like David Silva, Sergio Aguero to some like, you know, just players they're adding of, of pure quality to players that were already there, like Vincent Company, and they built up slowly. Newcastle need to do that. If they go full throttle immediately, they may find themselves struggling uh, to, to get some kind of, you know, um consistency together is the word i'm looking for so there you go yes guys in the chat box the flying fish gang are <laughs> here we haven't talked about the flying fish at all for so long uh game boy says is terrera loan deal an option or obligation option the obligations that i'm aware of are genduzi that should be activated mavropanos that also should be activated basically they're both options but the obligation clauses are so easy to like kind of what's the word activate that um they will become obligations. Genduzi and Mavropanos are expected to leave unless Stuttgart get relegated. Even then, they could sign him on an option and they don't look like they're going to get relegated. Uh, who else is out there? Torreira is just an option. I'm not sure. if There may be a clause to change it to an obligation, but I'm not sure that there is. Nelson doesn't have anything. I think that's just a dry loan. Um, Miguel Aziz has a recall clause in his deal. Um, but other than that, I'm not aware of anything else. Saliba's is also a dry loan. There's no option or obligation in that deal uh, for him. And is there anyone else that's on loan this season? I can't think. Obviously, there's loads of youth players, but other than that, I can't think of any uh, senior players. Bellerin, um, there's no option, I don't think, in the Bellerin deal. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe there is, but I've, I've not heard anything about that. Um, let's go to, can Tavares play along with Partey? I'd like to see Tavares given an opportunity to play at a left wing back in a 3-4-3. It's a system that I think we're good at. It's a system that I think we've got the squad to play. I don't know why we're not giving it more of a chance because we, we have the players to do it. Um, and I think Tavares and Tierney on the left-hand side could combine really, really well. John says, it's my son's birthday today. He listens every morning. Can you wish Jack Daly have a birthday? Jack, have a fantastic day. Um, I'm sorry that you've had to endure an international break over your birthday, but you've got to wait till Monday 
And then you've got the Arsenal coming back. So I hope you have a fantastic day, Dak. Uh, Bradley Dak. <laughs> Jack, have a fantastic day, mate. Philip says, Tom, could you add a combined 11 section on your pre-match videos before each game? Philip, I like that idea. It might get a little bit boring with some of the other teams in the league, um, but it's certainly something that we would discuss with our, our members who come on to our preview shows. I like the idea, Philip. I will certainly consider it. We always welcome new ideas to the channel all the time. Samuel says, do you think Rob Holding might join Newcastle in January or in the summer? I have a feeling that they will have a transfer embargo in three seasons' time due to FFP. He may be someone that they target. He was someone that they were previously interested in. I think it's an easy link to make now. I predict that he won't be a target for them. I think they'll go for someone else, but we will wait and see. Uh, Donna says, Tom, whom do you reckon will be our highest goal scorer? Hmm. You'd imagine it would still be Balogun, Abamyang. You think it would still be him, but I really think we're going to struggle to get multiple players over 10 goals this season. It's going to be a weird one unless we sign someone. Uh, I wouldn't play him as a winger, Haroon. I wouldn't play Tavares there. He used to be a winger. I was speaking to one of his former coaches the other day, Joao Trelliao. You can find that interview on the Arsenal way. And they talk, and, and Joao talks about how he kind of transitions Nuno Tavares into a, into a left wing back or left back kind of role. And you can hear as to why. Uh, over there. So make sure you go and watch that interview and you can find out more. But I wouldn't play him as a winger, uh, to be honest. So I don't think we need to. We've got plenty of players that can play in that position without trying to force another square peg into a round hole. Um, again, Philip, I agree. He would make an excellent left wing back. Oh, look at the chat box. We've got a good community here. Wishing Jack a happy birthday. There you go. Have a good one, Jack. Enjoy it. See, this is... This is why I enjoy doing this channel because we're just full of nice, nice people. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Uh, and he's, if he, he, uh, I don't think he will watch it, but you guys have probably watched me over on the Arsenal Lounge recently. And it's so, what's so funny is because I, I don't really do other, many other channels just because of time and I'm so busy. But the Arsenal Lounge and Lev and Shaheen and, and Mo, of course, who I've joined up with over there and doing some great shows. And I'm very thankful for them. Let me have a go over there because it's, it's interesting. I don't really get to answer questions. I either do this show where I'm talking or I'm doing the podcast where I'm asking questions. So it's it's a nice dynamic and I'm very thankful for them to to let me come on and answer kind of the views on, on different topics. But it's funny because you guys know that we, as the community that we've kind of built here, we don't tolerate any abuse or anything kind of like that. So anyone who's abusive, anyone who calls anyone deluded for their opinion stuff, they just get blocked. So that means that whenever I go onto another channel, there's lots of people that are watching that are blocked <laughs> on this channel. There's nothing I can do uh so I just have to kind of take the stick that I get which is fine I mean it's like um I likened it to when uh someone who's in the police who's obviously arrested a lot of people and sent them to prison then goes to prison themselves <laughs> in the most loose term possible and you walk you know those scenes in like films where an ex-cop goes for a prison and all the old prisoners that he's put away are like shouting at him it feels like that <laughs> that's what it feels like and to be honest i relish it it's great because it shows me that i was absolutely a hundred percent spot on to uh to block them on this channel so it's really funny and i really hope that uh shaheen and, and lev don't block those people because it's and they have a very different policy to me and everyone runs their channels in different ways but it's quite funny seeing how angry i saw a comment i'll give him a shout out mark sweet i love you mate uh, in the comment sections the last video on the arsenal lounge said like a plea to shaheen and lev saying look Tom's got his own channel to put his views across. Can't you get someone else on? <laughs> I was crying. 
Oh, I was laughing so much. Um, so yeah, it's always an absolute pleasure to join Shaheen and Lev um, and Mo, of course. But it's so funny reading the comments of people that I've blocked over there. <laughs> it's a very fun dynamic. So if you would like to help support the TGT gang on Monday night at 8 p.m., make sure you do join me uh, joining Shaheen, Lev and Mo over on the Arsenal Lounge. So uh, there you go. Um, we are going to wrap things up there. I'm going to wrap up with a comment from Carl. This isn't just a channel, it's a community and you're absolutely spot on. And if you would like to join our community on a daily basis in our Discord server, if you join up as an expert member or as a TGT ambassador, you can join our Discord server 24-7 conversations about Arsenal between all of that community that you discover in the chat box every show. If you want to be involved with that every single day, every single hour, every single minute, you can turn notifications off if you get bored. Um, but you can join our Discord server by becoming one of our TGT members and become one of the Flying Fish crew as well. Thank you guys for tuning in. Go check out the rest of the content on the channel. Go check out my chat with Charles Watts yesterday. I'll be back with you guys um, tomorrow morning which is Thursday. There'll be no show on Friday morning because I'm at the awards ceremony for the Football Content Awards tomorrow night. Uh, and I'm staying in Highbury with Mike Feinberg from the Gooners Pod. So there won't be an 8 a.m. show because I've got to get back home um, for my 9 a.m. shift. So they, I'm sorry, there won't be a show on, on Friday, but there will be a show tomorrow morning. So do tune in for that. See you later, guys. Have a fantastic day. And uh, as always, up the arse. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.